What's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're tuning in to Shots Fired. This week we're doing the a few of our favorite things episode where we talk where we wind down 2012 by talking about a few of our favorite things. I'm talking to No Can Do. Yeah, right man. Yeah, man. Shots fired. He's Me wearing. Jeff Weiss. He's dressed up for the holidays. I'm, I'm, I'm dressed. I'm dressed as Dalsim from Street Fighter, but in a Santa hat. I'm in guile. I'm dressed as guile. Yeah. In fatigues. Crazy, crazy as ever, ready to go. Yeah, there's a tank in the background. There's a pretty girl on top of the tank just pumping her fist up in the air. She won't stop. Yeah, who is the Chun-Li of hip-hop? Not on this episode, but maybe later. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, uh, how, how, how are things with you? We're, by the way, we should let everyone know that if you know it's not as crackling as normal, we, had to, we taped at the, at the crack of 11.30 a.m., so it's really not, not a good time. Yeah, and you know, for most normal folk, you guys are up and out or at 6 and 8 and all that, but uh, you know, I rap in nightclubs, so I'm usually... I'm, I'm up at, at 8 anyway. But yeah, when you say rap in nightclubs, I think of it like, as like a very like Sinatra, like smooth, I'm wearing silk at all times. Well, it's, it's kind of like that, you yeah. know? It's like the, the modern version of that. Cup of smoky bourbon, just... <laughs> and, you know, and Jeff, you know, he's he's a you know music writer, so he's always out and about seeing what's popping with the nightlife in the city and the art and whatnot. So uh, 11 o'clock is not when our when we operate. Yeah, you it was know? his request. Anyways, yeah, well, last night we actually... Uh, well, J- James is performing no no can as I have to say on the air. No can do <laughs> or else. I would, no, you could start off with no can do and then like and then then we could segue do the James, when yeah. we had a certain casual kind of thing. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, how was uh, your evening last night? Last night was good. Uh, I hosted a really successful night of my uh, my weekly thing thing called Low in Theory down here in Lincoln Heights. Uh, we had uh, it was it was it was the most raptastic night we've had in a while. It was only two two rap acts, but it was just raptastic. There was a uh, Pack Div, who you know they they got bangers. They they do their thing, and then there was a mysterious fellow that goes by the name of Captain Murphy. Yeah, I and, heard he was Starman from the Nintendo game Pro Wrestling, but I was uh, <laughs> it's very just just Google him and search that if you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Um, yeah, but you know, it's '80s style, basically. You know, uh, I've never seen this Captain Murphy before. Uh, all right, look, let me. I, I can't. I can't. I can't bullshit. Look, yeah. like so, like eight months ago, nine months ago. You know, a certain producer, you know, brought me to his house to so we can talk about music and you know, yeah. listen to each other's music. Talk about rap. <laughs> yeah, just talk a about a couple of bros just talking about just, rap. Just Except for this person has never been concerned with rap, as far as I know, <laughs> totally. before this date. All right. Totally. And, you know, we sat down and we played each other music and he played me some music and uh, it was him rapping. And I thought it was good for somebody who's never rapped before. Uh, uh, He created an alter ego, called him Captain Murphy. Uh, So this Captain Murphy performed at Low in Theory last night. And it was, you know, he he unmasked himself at the end of the set and Captain Murphy is Flying Lotus. If you didn't know that. If you were, you know, wondering that, you know, if it was somebody else, by the time he got on stage, you knew exactly who it, that it had to be him. I thought he, it was. I thought it was burial <laughs> because it, he's the same height. He has the same jaw structure. He'd been lifting it's weights recently. Mask. Yeah, yeah he's, he's wearing the same sh- same fucking you know American Apparel shirt. The same <laughs> motherfuckers that roll with him everywhere, like the Jeremiah Jays and the yeah. you know Paul Preston and the Gas Lamp Killers. They're all back there. Yeah. it's the same like cast. You know, yeah. it's like if Superman put on Batman's mask and he's like, "I'm Batman today." <laughs> But you're in Metropolis. That's, we get it. Yeah, yeah. You know? But, uh... Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time. It was, it was really crowded. And uh, the album Duality is out now, and it's actually a really good album. It was cracking, bro. Yeah, it was, was cracking. It was yeah. off the chain. And I'm really happy that that happened last night. So, yeah. Well, now I think... Uh, 
Why don't you tell a little bit about, so it's your favorite, this is our favorite things episode kind of of 2012, obviously, you know, it's December, everyone is, is cold except in Southern California where it's actually even cold today, mm-hmm. so it's fucking seasonal. It's California cold, my little brother is freezing his ass off in Nebraska right now, Yeah. and you know, I complained to him like via text, and he was just like, shut up, yeah. you know, but uh, also, before we get into that, it's my <laughs> wife's birthday, so happy birthday, Stasia, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, we're going to get into our favorite things. What, what, are, what are your favorite? What are we going to talk about, man? We are going to talk about, we're going to have a top 10 uh, kind of list of our favorite songs of the year. Yeah. Um, which we could be arbitrary and be like, these are the greatest songs of the year and you have to love them. Yeah. Which, like, obviously you do. But... You already you already love them. You already yeah. I've, I've already talked to people that do love them. If you don't love them, then you're unaware. You probably twerk to them? No. Yeah, no. You, the you maybe, of, maybe. You can twerk more to Jeff's maybe. list than to my list. Yeah, yeah. because clearly. But you can, you can twerk to yeah, two on Obviously, I mean, you see me. You're like, that guy obviously probably has twerked once hey, or sh- twice. Hey, shout out to the motherfucker that called me a backpacker. I will kick your ass in real life. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> With his backpack on. With my backpack on. Yeah, we're With doing nothing that. nothing in it. We're having... Um, uh, the epic fail of the year for each of us, our, our choices, because mm-hmm. there was, you know, it's shots fired, so there's going to be failure. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be failure and misery. Oh, I have my epic fail of the year. Oh, God. <laughs> Just an inspiration, an yeah. inspiration, suddenly. Um, and uh, we're talking about the best producers of the year and random things and, like, a couple honorable mentions. Do you want to just, I mean, should we just go into it? Like, well, let's go into the epic fail of the year right now. I think that's you probably. You can start with your epic fail. We're not, mine is actually, we, me and uh, Nocan argued about this the other He's night. He's got two epic fails. I have two epic fails, but I would argue that these epic fails are like one massive conglomerate of fail. Yeah. An aggregation of, of, of disgrace. So, okay. It's, it's not. Uh... All right, all right, all right. Audience. You're with me anyways. Um, we're, all, we're all just chilling. It's cool. Just hang out. Anyway, so my first, my first fail, um, well, my joint fail, it's Fat Joe and LL Cool J, not together. Um, this year, obviously, 2012, I think everyone, I think history will remember it as the year that white people discovered twerking and the rap world white, discovered Molly. I was going to say white people outside of the South and black people outside of Northern California. Yeah, and then that black people discovered Molly. Yeah, yeah, you're black people outside of Northern California. Outside of Northern, they've yeah. Been, they've oh. been doing doing whatever drugs white people have been doing. Oh, yeah, for you know, centuries. For, since the Black Panthers, you know? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, yeah, Huey Newton invented ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, that was some Berkeley <laughs> and shit. And gave it to the CIA for money. Yeah, and then they traded him for drugs. crack. It was a horrible trade. It was a horrible, horrible time. <laughs> it's fine, we can talk about this. 2012. <laughs> we're all cool now. Um, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, don't get Mike Eagle here. He'll be like, shut the fuck up, Weiss. Yeah. Anyways. I thought you were going to say, shut the fuck up, Whitey. I was like, why would you call yourself Whitey? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I call myself a cracker several times for comedic relief. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, anyways. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so, I think we should just play these songs. Cause, okay, so LL Cool J has a song called Ratchet. LL Cool J is like 73. LL Cool J is old as fuck. LL Cool J, if you don't know who LL Cool J was, like at one time, LL Cool J was legitimately probably the greatest rapper in the world. Yeah. In yeah. 1985, 1986, he was probably the greatest rapper in the world. And a little bit farther after that, he, uh... Well, I think Rakim pretty much came in and just kind of snatched it from him. You think so? Yeah. And I then thought... Big Daddy, I w- Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap, I think it, they... What, what about the whole, you know, uh... What, what about he wasn't... The, Mama said knock you out. Mama he wasn't, said, nah, Mama he said wasn't the best out? in the world at Who's... that time. But he was a big star at the time. No, he I was, was a kid. But I'm saying the best. He was he was great. You're talking about the best lyricist? No, LL Cool J was... No, no, no. I'm just saying the best rapper. LL Cool J was... He was the best rapper in like 85, 86. I'd say he, over him, over like Run DMC. 
don't know. Unless you just say Slick Rick because he was doing shit then. And Slick Rick was fucking. Even though, can you believe they booed him? At he played at the Barclays Center at halftime and they booed Slick Rick. When? Uh, last week. This week. And uh, then some New York Times, New York Daily News writer was trying to say that Slick Rick wasn't a fucking legend. And he's like, keeps kept on trolling people. And it's like, come on, Slick Rick is like incredible. We're in a we're in a new we're in a new era. He invented swag. Where, where no one no one gives a fuck about your past accomplishments because something twenty years ago. Like imagine you know in in the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. If uh fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire played you know at the opening of the Staples Center, like your mom. And, you know, like your your uncles and your aunts would be like, yeah, and yeah. you would have to shut the fuck up and let them enjoy yeah. their their generation how you, stuff. How could you not enjoy her? Yeah, but, fire? Exactly, or whatever, whatever or, happened to, you know, glorious. or, you know, Springsteen or whatever was cracking 20 totally. years before. Yeah, I don't know. Like the now, Smiths, now kids have to like, yeah, the Smiths, you know, if you're white, if you're, yeah. if you're Mexican or Mexican. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely more than if you're Mexican. Yeah. Or, or the cure, the clash Props or whatever. to Mexican people for embracing Morrissey like that. <laughs> like, way yeah. to go. Yeah. It's just a great moment. I wish, I wish the Jews embraced Morrissey quite like that. <laughs> yeah, the, more Morrissey in the <laughs> Jewish more, diet. Yeah. But, but go to shul. Yeah. Just to like, it's just, it's just respect. Dude, you're not going to, you're, you're not going to get it, bro. Like, like, like Slick Rick, he got, he got discovered in a freaking mental ward after being shot with Thorazine because he got arrested on a Sherm high. That is some rock star shit. He in storytelling, there was nobody telling stories like that. That cool, calm delivery. He's a British, he's got a British accent. All I'm saying is there's this one song that nobody, most people haven't heard, but they should check out. It's called Sleazy Gynecologist, and that's all you need to know about Slick Rick. Slick Rick wrote a song, and it's like, of course, amazingly well-wrapped, really conceived, very vivid storytelling. And it's about how he really doesn't want his girl to go to a male gynecologist because he thinks they're all sleazy. <laughs> like, who thinks of that? And then writes a song about it. That is crazy. But it's amazing. Somebody song. who got shot with Thorazine yeah. after being arrested on a sleazy gynecologist on YouTube. This shit is awesome. Anyways, but this kind of all leads into kind of what I'm talking about with Somebody's this failure. so honest, so honest. Because Slick Rick, okay, like, there are old... Well, we're going to talk about this in a future episode. It's going to be called the fall-off episode. We'll, we'll get to it later. But basically... A lot of rappers obviously try to stay current, and it's kind of a real double-edged sword because you want to stay current, but you don't want to you don't want to be like this ephemeral kind of fad where it's going to go away the next year. You're going to look like a joke, anyways. But of course, LL Cool J comes out with a song called Ratchet, which is like probably already over at this point. Yeah, like 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 it's already it's. Dis- I didn't even know that it existed until you brought it to my yeah. attention. Well, and then Fat Joe has a song called Instagram That Ho. But I think we're going to start off. We'll play you a snippet right now of LL Cool J's. No, Ratchet. no, Ratchet is worse. So I think you should do that later. Start off with. Instagram that hoe. Start off with Instagram that hoe. All right, we're going to play Fat Joe's Instagram that hoe. Get get your cameras out. God, this is so ridiculous. All my bad bitches report to Instagram right now. As if Instagram is what the fucking... Report to Instagram like the principal's office. <laughs> the pr- yeah, what the fuck, man? Instagram <laughs> But you know what this is, though? Is Juicy J cashing in on his newfound coolness? Oh, like, oh, you wouldn't work with me 10 years ago. I'm gonna charge your ass. Instagram that jet, jet. Instagram these kicks, kicks. Bouvet on my wrist. Instagram that bitch. Instagram that track, track. Instagram these racks, rack. Fell up off that balcony ass so fat to bounce right back. I got holes off of my water. Brace it all on my ankle. Fuck parole. Alright, stop, stop, stop. I can't do it anymore. Stop. How much can we listen to? Okay. You know what's amazing is that 83,000 people have listened to Instagram that hoe. All right. I'm going to tell you this right now. For one, everything he was saying was just unrelatable. 
He for one, he said, "I disagree." Have you seen the movie Empire? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's just like you know, checks and jets and and you know, balconies and like he's like really on some like high. He's at an opera. He took a, a private. He took he took a private plane. To, he's like in Gossip Girl. That's his fucking lifestyle. Yet and still, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I just can't like it. I just can't listen to it. Yeah, this is just an epic fucking fail. The reason why old guys like Juicy J can do songs like this. Is because they're relatable. They're down. They're like down yeah. to earth dudes. It's true. You know. Sometimes I think Juicy J is my spirit animal. Yeah, yeah. I'm no. like, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no. Yeah, but no. Maybe. But it's, it's because he's <laughs> doing perhaps. what. Because he's doing what you. He's talking about what you already have been doing. We're gonna talk about Juicy J a little on the show because obviously he has one of the ten best songs of the year. He's yeah. on my list twice. Yeah. <laughs> just to give you, anyways. But right now I'm looking at Fat Joe's Instagram right now. Why? Because I'm like that. And it's, uh. <laughs> and this is called Okay, Shots right now, fired. speaking of unreliable. Oh, so it's like Fat Joe, like leisurely posed in a Porsche sweatshirt. And he's like trying to look like grown and sexy. Unrelatable. <laughs> Unrelatable. All right. The next photo, again, Fat Joe in a Porsche sweatshirt, which is amazing. <laughs> like, I got like 1,700 likes for that shit. Then it's another. Oh, no. It's just the Porsche sweatshirt and like a pair of like third, like vintage Jordans. Like, and like, he, there's no hoes that are being Instagrammed on his, like, this is... Because he's... I haven't seen one hoe. I've seen pink shoes, pink, hey, pink Nike hey, high top. real talk, he's probably married. He's definitely And married. he can't Instagram that hoe. So, I, you know what? Now that now that you go on his Instagram, uh, you know what it is? Instagram that hoe is him vicariously living through somebody. He like He's like, oh, yeah, I wish I could Instagram those hoes. There is a photo the of him and R. Kelly, which is... <laughs> the closest, <laughs> the closest that he comes can we, to. Yeah. Can you get audio of my the face that I just made? <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing spectacle. Anyway, so yeah, Fat Joe, just pathetic. Come on, dude. You can't, I like Fat Joe at one point. Fat Joe gets a lot of shit, but Fat Joe from like ninety three to two thousand. Don Cartagena is a really good record. Uh, Flo Joe, like that first record, is really dope. I think Lean Back and Make It uh, and Make It Rain were still good songs no, too. No, I don't fuck with that. Lean Back? No, I hate that song. Lean Back? What yeah. are you talking about? I don't know. What am I? Lean Back? Dude, I prefer good. the shoulder lean for lean dances. All right, dude, and Make It Rain. Shoulder lean. Is make a good it rain. Song. Make it rain. Make it rain is a great song. Come on, but Make It Rain the remix only, not like straight fucking. Look, look. Here's the thing. Fat Joe did. No, did, he, he's, he did what a lot of for one he's like a graffiti writer rapper yeah, he's not yeah, the lyricist guy yeah. and then he was like an early east coast gangster dude and he's been able to reinvent himself over and over and over and over this song didn't do that good good fat joe anecdote ben westoff who was on the podcast last week or yeah. shout out to ben westoff he uh told me he came and interviewed uh <laughs> he interviewed he came to la to interview fat joe and so the whole time fat joe and his homies were just like chilling and fat joe's like pouring crystal light powder <laughs> into his water bottles <laughs> and then so he asked him like like did you get the name joey crack because you dealt crack and he's like nah because i used to show my ass crack <laughs> this is a true story yeah. anyways we're gonna end on that note with fat joe but fat joe you can do i mean just i can't blame a guy for trying to be relevant in 2012 but that just was lame just yeah. fucking, we'll fucking see. awful. Here's the thing, man. I think you got to keep young guys around you. Like, real yeah. old, old guys. Yeah. Got to keep young guys around you. You got to uh, you gotta embrace the old parts about you still. Mm. 
you gotta like you know like you like uh, like you have to kind of say things that that are your age. Yeah, it's like there's and, like a famous quote like nothing can make a man feel younger than a than a young woman, and it's like rappers like nothing will make you feel younger than hanging out with young rappers. Oh, for, oh, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. you get their energy and the, the, it's just like well we'll get to Juicy J, but I think that that kind of plays into it. Next, obviously, the other thing we already kind of introduced it is LL Cool J's. Ratchet, which I'm pretty sure this killed Ratchet. Like that was the it was like the s- silver bullet through the heart of Ratchet. Yeah, the, sh- um, the shark is being jumped. The shark, yeah, Fonzie's on his fucking water skis with LL Cool J's Ratchet. One more time. I want it to be perfect. Hey, I played this shit for my wife, and she thought it was a joke. She yeah, it, was a gag. it does seem like a gag. It's like a Lonely Island song. Did they ever figure out if he uh, if he was really, you know, buying tranny prostitutes? Hello? Yeah. I don't know. Is that just a myth? Hello grew up down the street. Yeah. I used to live down the street. Really? Yeah. That's tight. Yeah, he was in the, in the house era. Yeah. 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 My, uh, my stepdad used to sell the chick. You know the chick that the really hot chick that was the daughter on that uh, show he used to sell her crack. Let's focus on Ratchet. No, my stepdad sold that chick crack though. Shout out! Right. <laughs> Shots fired. Baby, you want some champagne? You need a towel? You going out the train? If so, can I drive the range? Pick up Melissa, Jennifer, and Lorraine. Oh man, here we go. The last dude you was with must have been slow. Ever since your girlfriend made the intro, ten of y'all all packed up in the rental. You gave me a look that made it real simple. We could get it in. Hey fool, you sound like a sugar daddy right now. You sound like an angry sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah, it is just I can't handle this anymore. Hey, it is like, look it, at the way he's rapping, and you're no, like, keep listening to it. This, this is the worst thing that ever happened. Got your head up on my chest like I'm really your man I'm thinking to myself, is this part of the plan? Where you going with this? Don't understand She's so rich, she's so rich Don't understand Oh, this chorus is just This chorus is like a toxic waste dump It's time to get rid of your ratchet ass I'ma get mine Should've never been with your ratchet ass. So did that make you want to get more ratchet, would you say? (laughs) On a scale of one to thirty. Here's the thing, man. Like, there's nothing ratchet about that. She's driving the range and like she's She's like a classy girl. It's high class, you know? Like that's not how ratchet ratchet. can you be in a Range Rover. Yeah, you can't be ratchet in a Range Rover at all. Like maybe a Cressida. In a RAV4, you can be ratchet. A fucking, you you know, like a 96 RAV4. Any kind of Jeep, I think, in general, also can, you can be ratchet in. I mean, but a Range Rover. A Range Rover is not a Jeep. It's like a, it's a luxury automobile. It's like a fucking, a a tank for, uh, for diplomats or something. Yeah, I think like Mazda A's pretty much made Jeeps permanently rugged. So, which is good. So yeah, I think like enough, that is just. This look, dude. You're fucking out. You can't He's make 50 songs. Years old, you I can't think. make songs like that, dude. You're, you you can't. You, it's you're you're too far from this, bro. Just like lick your lips seductively and just write about. I, just done. Why like why do you need to rap anymore? He's an actor, isn't he? On like like CSI forty four or something. I don't know. He's Law and Order. Yeah, I'm getting confused with Ice T again. You know, what's so funny. The the only the only person that's been able to do that classically is to step in the acting world and and never go back to Will making Smith. music. No, Will, Will Smith, Smith did it. He did yeah, it. He, he did made it. bad music. Yeah. He made Welcome to Miami. No, Queen Latifah. No, oh, yeah, that's a Queen good one. Latifah. She she hasn't made like made a rap song since her acting career. Well, like, she was singing for a while. Like she played I think, the Hollywood Bowl and she was singing. 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, way you to know? go, way to go, Dana Owen. Then you also brought the world U N I T Y. Yeah, exactly. who you calling a bitch? Yeah, so good. Anyways, we're gonna go on that note to uh, commercial break. So uh, keep listening, and we're gonna talk about our favorite songs of the year. You've heard about all the great new items in the Earwolf store for the holidays. Well, here is your chance to win something special. Earwolf is hosting its second annual holiday carol contest, and I'm calling on all the Shots Fire fans out there to participate. You can record an original or parody holiday carol dedicated to your favorite Earwolf show or segment. And I can't wait to hear if someone tries out an auto-tune carol bass on our Sad Robot music episode. Record your seasonal song and post it in the contest forum at Earwolf.com. The deadline is Friday, December 14th. You might get to hear your holiday carol played on an Earwolf show. Plus, one lucky winner will be awarded a brand new 2013 Earwolf calendar, which is available right now in the Earwolf store. So be sure to post your Shots Fired holiday song in the contest forum at Earwolf.com. Bow! Alright, hey, we're back. This is Shots Fired, and these are a few of our favorite things, is the name of this episode. My name is No Can Do, and I've got my partner here, Jeff Weiss. Here. What's up? Yeah. Alright, yeah, so I'm going to start it off uh, for the first song, uh... I would just say it's, uh, you know, out of Chicago this year, there's been kind of a movement of like a drill rap, it's called, like, and actually there's two songs from it, uh, and this one artist, King King Louie was originally his name, but like Disney yeah. sued, because I think it was the same name as the guy from The Jungle Book. Oh, yeah? So they're like, he's- Disney sued him? He has to be King L now, which sucks, because that's like King Loss. Yeah. It's like, you just took an L. <laughs> but he's- He's probably one of the big. He's probably actually bigger than Chief Keef. He kind of was. He's he was bigger before, than Chief Keef. Well, he, Chief Keef might have got bigger nationally, but I think in Chicago, I'm not 100 percent sure. But yeah, like, I mean that's how, that's the way it works. It's like yeah. somebody works bigger regionally because yeah. they they exemplify the kids in the city. Yeah. Like you know, it's like a, a YG thing in LA or a Future thing in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, I like, think they're both really big, but I think King King Louis was got started first and kind of then anyway. So then he just got a deal. Mm-hmm. I think he's on Epic or something. He's one of, like shout out to LA Reed for signing signing the real shit, signing Death Grips, signing this this dude King Louis, who's like the real Chief Keef, and then Future. Uh, LA Reed, you're smart. Or, yeah, I know you're probably not doing it, but the people you work under are doing it. Yeah. yeah, he's on he's on Lawless Inc. Epic Records, Sony. Yeah, so yeah, I, you know. Anyway, so then of course you know they they gave him the major label money and they're like, all right, now write a hit single. But you know what? The song is great. It's, it's uh, he got Juicy J on it and Pusha T, which uh, is like a if you're gonna pick two people for like your your pop, you know what I mean? Even though Pusha T is not really a pop rapper. I mean, for a major label, it's not a pop thing, but a major label release. But Juicy J, this has just been Juicy J's, like, the, one of the greatest comeback years, I think, for a late 30s rapper ever. You think he's in his late 30s or early 40s? Uh, he says he's like 37, 38, which means that he could be 42, 43. Okay, if he says he's 37, 38, then maybe his career popped off really early. I just remember yeah. listening to 3-6 for a hell of long. Well, 3-6 were popping like 94, 95 in Memphis. Yeah. So, but anyway, so the song is called My Hose Age Drugs. We'll play you a little bit and we'll talk, uh, we'll talk about the greatness of it. Yeah. Been rolling for a little bit. My hoes they do drugs. My hoes they do drugs. Can't trust Shouty. <laughs> hey, real talk. I feel like I'm in Paris right now. I feel like I'm in. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Lyon, homie. It's regal. <laughs> 
got stories, but my bitches stay back. Get me here till I'm sleeping. Compliment me when I'm fly. Yeah, I'm hot. Smoking heavy till I die. With a bad bitch beside. She addicted to my life. She ain't my wife, she just one night. I just fuck her, let you love her. Smash and pass her to my brother. There will never be another. Fuck, fuck, fucking up these streets. Getting fucked up, me and two freaks. Told them birds to give me beat. And the drugs, they do not cheat. Bitches playing with they nose. Got them taking off they clothes. Got a diglet bitch from Houston. All she do is pull up foes. Bumped a little bitch on the low. She was rocking off a deuce. Say she wants some Fiji water or maybe some orange juice. I supply my girls with drugs. Pile them in this H2. I thought I was fucking one, but baby, she bought two. Three. Bad, bad little bitch. Make shouty in a Hey, shout out to Epic Records. They're smart for this. I feel like he's got the ability to go longer than Chief Keef. Once a Chief Keef thing is done, like, he's just a good writer. Yeah. He's got a dope voice. Yeah, he's good. No, he's been a big star in Chicago for like the last two years. Two yeah. Years, like, I mean, Chief Keef's like, what, 16? So he just like, you know, yeah. he's only been popping for like, what? She tripping off of that money. She dancing like she be fucking. She looking like she be wanting. She see the way a nigga stun. She moving fast for them twenties. She choosing up for them fifties. All my niggas throwing bills. I'm trying to see more than titties. I don't know her name, but I want her brain. Bitch so bad she'd have seen a whole frame. I just spun out in a new ring. In her mouth, I just came. Got them bitches pussy popping pills. We gon' pop some more. These hoes on that molly. Hey, Juicy J, nuts, bro. <laughs> My hero. He's incredible. And he's got the best Nardwar interview I've seen in like five years. Juicy, the thing about Juicy J that people don't understand is he's fucking really smart. He's mm. really smart. Yeah. And not only is like that... Like crazy. They're like the best rappers. Nah, I mean, he's got a... Like, like technically... Uh, if, you, if you listen to that first verse, there's no change in cadence. No. The, you know... He knew exactly like, oh no, it's time to change the cadence yeah. and I could take my burst up a, a whole nother notch. When you notch. hear him talk, when you hear Juicy J talk, he'll be like, wow, I was like a DJ first and I was a producer. Like, so he, you know, it's like we were talking earlier. It's like when you're a producer, you kind of know how it fits. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, when you're a producer, you're looking at it, you're looking at it from above. You're looking at the track from above, so. All right, we're going to cut out. Sorry, Pusha. He's good, but like enough, enough of that. Yeah. But yeah, no, that song is like, I feel like, I mean, we're talking about relatability, right? Like, and it's like, if you're, I think it's an aspirational ideal to have hoes that do drugs. I mean, I feel like most of the time they're fun. Like, have you, I mean, who hasn't had a hoe that does drugs? So this weekend I was shooting a video, right? <laughs> Here we go. And, uh, you know. Um, you know, we end up hanging out in the studio. I don't, I'm super straight edge. I mean, well, not straight edge, but you know, me is just like coffee, cigarettes, and booze. You know, yeah, those, that's it. Those are my three that's things, it. you know, yeah. like, you know, I, yeah, I, I like yeah. to be, be in control for the most, most part. Yeah. But, uh, I was hanging out with some beautiful, beautiful, uh, model chicks and they were doing drugs and I didn't have to do the drugs, but I felt happier. <laughs> I felt better. Yeah. You know, because, you know, we had a nice carefree environment. Yeah. And, uh, what kind, were they doing, uh, Molly. They were doing everything. <laughs> Every wow. Everything. I had to get the fuck out of there and go wow. back home to my wife and kids before I had a fucking Cat Williams moment. Yeah. Like, you know, or a Kanye moment, just like I just forgot just who sweating James in a was. bottle of Jack Daniels in your hand. You don't know how you got there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, I just I'll forget who James was and become no can do for the yeah. rest of my life. I don't want to do that. Yeah, no. So I gotta, gotta just ha- break out of that. Yeah, totally. You know? I mean, I feel like 
I mean, I do. I, I don't. Um, the rules, I think, you, is like, I think you can be pretty safe with if you don't inject anything in you and you don't snort anything, you'll probably be fine. Okay, cool. Those are the rules that I've always went by. So, But yeah, the hoes that do drugs, yes, it's the fun. The hoes that do it's drugs. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like this is like a, like there are a lot of bad ecstasy songs this year. Let's be honest. Like a ton of fucking horrible Molly songs. I didn't listen to them. Yeah, I listened to a lot of them. And I think like, the reason why this is on my list is because this is just, I think, the best like drug Molly song and there's a year like we said like where you know rap just go like rap all of a sudden figured out Molly well Danny Brown figured it out I think in 2011 2010 <laughs> look if you make if you make we, we were talking about this on the chronic ep- on a chronic episode yeah. if you make a song that's like about your favorite brand of weed it sounds like a goddamn commercial jingle if you yeah. make a song about like this is my ecstasy song take some ecstasy you know it's like don't drop that thun 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 yeah or, no like like I think King L's hoes do drugs so I think that's uh, the I think po- he, it was the relatable. point is not the drugs the, the point of that is the scene the, the picture he's painting yeah and the drugs were a part of it yeah so are the hoes yeah so is so is him yeah he so is he yeah yeah uh-huh. anyway, it's a good introduction song I think you're like oh King L that's the guy whose hoes do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, your your turn uh, for a pick. What's yours? Uh, I'm gonna pick uh, uh, a guy that I've always had uh, respect for. Speaking of like, you know, people coming back and and you know just you know on on their second win or second and third win is an artist that like uh, I've, I've liked for for years. Uh, a dude named Aesop Rock. Uh, he's originally from New York, but he's in the Bay, and uh, he's not Aesop Rocky. He's that. Polar opposite yeah. to ASAP Rocky. I, I, yeah, we kind of discussed it, and uh, d- yeah, I was like, yeah, I want to fit an ASAP Rock song on my list, but then mm-hmm. it was all ignorant, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous no, I, songs, and I was like, this was Je- you- this yeah. was this was Jeff's song. I really couldn't think of a, a fifth song, but I just took this one from his yeah. list. So we're gonna start with uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Quarter up ahead of the kill screen. No corner cut, no build team, only a 
Well, the thing about that song to me, and I, you know, like, and the thing I love about Aesop Rock's music is like it can have any interpretation you want for it. You know, like the, it's so abstract. And but like a lot of people, I think often are like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. He's just talking. He actually like if you read his lyrics, he is. It's just it's just really abstract. It's like it's like you're reading poetry. You're not gonna fucking get the meaning the first time you read it. One thing I gotta I say, to say, like say rapper about reading poetry, but it is his shit is actually very poetic and and works. That, and that's what makes it uh, really listenable. Is that sometimes I mean in the same way that a lot of like you know uh, a lot of like uh, you know more more uh, ratchet music is listenable is because you can actually just turn your brain off with that and just let let the pop culture or it's, not the pop but the obscure references hit you it's like a pic- you it's like a picture book you know what i mean it's like you, it's like a picture book from another language like you might not like understand it right off the bat well uh, that's well, how i feel sometimes like i'll just listen to it and i'm like and then you eventually figure it out me more i just i just like how it sounds i like i like his voice yeah. i like i like i like the rhyme schemes and if i'm so if i'm if i'm lucky enough or well read enough to get some of the obscure references then you know i feel that yeah. much more confident you I know think, oh i think skeleton's an amazing record i actually reviewed it for uh, pitchfork and it basically that shit took me it was one of the longest reviews i've ever had to write because i had to sit down with his lyrics and like uncode them and try to figure out what he was saying and you still like sometimes he po- posted a few explainer videos on youtube i think if you're talking about 2012 as a year in general like i think it was a really good year for also what 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 makes i think rap good right now whereas it had been kind of bad for a long time is that you now have like guys like you have veterans like aesop rock lp had an amazing year making hit cancer for cure and the album with killer mike mm. you have aesop rock you have guys like rock marciano like old underground vets that are doing great things mm-hmm. killer mike's obviously killing it you have a lot of those dudes mm. you know you have guys like you know mm. the, the stuff you guys are doing at low end you know with with hellfire and everything and then you have also like this mainstream stuff like the, at least the singles sound good well you know i like no civil war the, the the fear the fear of hip-hop being dead and all like that that mid-90s mm-hmm. thing going on yeah. like i think like uh and you can even get that there's kids I, like joey badass I'm like yeah. i'm not into that but like you know good for him yeah, for doing that, it. that fear you is guys gone. like alchemists are still making great music in the first category you mm-hmm. know like guys have been around for a while kind of still continuing to evolve and grow yeah that fear is gone guy all, all, all the old guys they 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 figured out that no hip-hop is not dead yeah you know and i can still yeah. keep doing even this. Nas made the best album he's made in you know since probably i since i would probably say since it was written this is my favorite album of his since it was written yeah 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 so whatever, I what I, what I, whatever, what I'm what I'm trying to get to. I was trying to trying to explain that motherfuckers now are like balls in. There's no fear. It's like it's like America post recession, bro. Yeah. It's just like oh well, you know we're we, we were fucked. We might as well just do the best we can and try to make something creative happen. Yeah. And we're in this, you know, we're in the post recession like boom period of hip hop. Yeah. You know. So yeah, my my pick for uh, my fourth pick uh, for my song is I I really wanted an Action Bronson song, and there were actually three Action Bronson songs that really kind of. I love. I mean, there were a lot of Action Bronson songs I really, really, really liked this year. Mm-hmm. Four of them, I would say, that I was like deciding between. There's this one song he did called "The Symbol" with uh, Alchemist, and you know he's like playing this like '70s like black exploitation kind of star. I've never heard an Action Bronson song, and I just, I, I just want to, I just want to see if I like it. This is one yeah. of those things I've been avoiding. Right. He has a song called "Hookers at the Point." I uh, like hookers. Hookers at the Point is kind of amazing. Is it about hookers? It's about hookers, and it's like based on this like documentary about. Oh, it's hookers. based on a documentary. I think, See, I don't want to hear it. But it's it's not. It's funny, and he's playing these characters, and like he's he's playing oh, the pimp. No. He's playing. It's outlandish. Oh no! It's outlandish. And, uh, Sounds like theater. And then he's a song called Midget Cough that I was. <laughs> me and my cousin drove up to San Francisco. Um, 
and with like some of his friends, we were listening to a song called Midjikov the whole time, and it's just got this like humid Ethiopian organ, and he just says ridiculous things like steer the whip with one arm like Jib Abbott, chocolate uh. sauce over Thin Rabbit. It's great. But I was going to say, I think, uh, you know, the song kind of the best, best Action Bronson or uh, song of the year is probably Burn on a Wire, the song he did with Riff Raff. Play it, play um, it. And it's produced by Harry Fraud, who is definitely one of the producers of the year. So we'll, we'll uh, listen to this. Smoke something, bitch. Blow a kiss to my dick, wash my body with the sponge. Feed me flavor rices, put the chronic in my lungs. Tailor me a leather suit on some Jodeci shit. Buy coastal, man, we both to be rich. Okay, I have to fuck with the do karate in the water because I feel like that's a reference to Bloodsport. Yeah, I'm sure it is a reference to Bloodsport. And Bloodsport is the illest shit that happened in Van Damme's career. How can you not like a guy that is into whip gymnastics? <laughs> like, he's just into, like, like, different ways in which he can do gymnastics into a car. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you gotta give it to him. Wait till a riffraff comes on and kind of, you like, you can't dismiss riffraff. No. You might not be a fan, but you can't dismiss him. He fits perfect on this song. And like flavored rice. <laughs> Pineapple rice. Pineapple rice is good. Yeah. But have you like, I'm thinking like exotic Persian rices with saffron. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. I mean, I went to Asia. Yeah. And I was thinking, the, you know, chicken, like uh, Singapore chicken rice. It's a good rice. Yeah, shit is bomb. <laughs> It's all gingery. We're very into legumes here. So I think I think the only way I could describe that is by uh, <laughs> describing surrealism, and they said that it was the chance encounter of an umbrella and a sewing machine on an operating table, <laughs> and that is that song. That's weird. It is weird. Yeah, but that shit is just weird. That shouldn't work. It's like Action Bronson, New York, like people always say he's a formalist, traditional New York rapper. Riff Raff is probably the least formalist rapper in the history. I mean... But here's the thing. He's a traditional Southern rapper. Yeah, well, definitely Houston. Like, he definitely has spent his time, like, listening to DJ Screw Tapes and, like, you know, Ron C's. Like, you know, I think he's mm. he's homies with Ron C, supposedly. But, you know, anyways, mm. I think it's... Uh, it's just an, I mean, it's a colorful, vivid song. And Harry Fraud, I think, is like, if you're talking about... There's a few, I think, best producers of the year. If you're going to say 2012, I would say. Mustard, I'd say definitely Mike Will made it. I would definitely say Harry Fraud. I'd say LP and I'd say Alchemist. Mm-hmm. And this was recorded at right outside of Alchemist studio with a beat from Harry Fraud. So I'm taking two for the price of one All right. with that pick. And just, you know, the song makes me want to just like... I feel like I'm eating an opium donut. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's rich and get it, you know, you're just like seeing visions like the movie From Hell starring Johnny Depp. <laughs> I mean, it, it, directed by the Hughes brothers. Any any time Bloodsport is referenced, I don't give I don't care like if uh what what happened? Is I'm any, glad. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're down with I it. I went. Yeah, I, I was like low key waiting to not even hate, just to be yeah. indifferent about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so here's my number four. My number four yeah. is is an amazingly uh, uplifting song. It's at the end of this guy's album, and it's kind of it's kind of it's, it's self centered. It's about him, but I feel like uh, I feel like you know it, it, the chorus alone by itself makes makes you feel like the chorus by itself makes you feel like you're a part of it you know uh he starts he starts off you know saying he's pulling out of uh this hotel and uh he sees his you know his, his uh, one of his old homies and you know a lot of rappers when they see old friends like if it was most people when they get successful they talk about how people how people uh want to hate on them or say they've changed or you know things like that but no his old friends see him and say, "You know what? I appreciate all the hard work you've done. You really deserve what you're getting." You it's know, a fantasy scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, but like that, it, it shows me like you know the the struggles and all the stuff that that he had to go through. Where motherfuckers, he was probably broken down and out for years, and finally he's got his success, and the city is like, "You know what? You deserve it." Yeah. So this song is called "You Deserve It," and it's by Future. I. Man, I'm pulling out the motherfucking rich the other day, man. I pull up on my partner, Bino. You know what I'm saying? Real boss, nigga. He like future. You deserve that shit, nigga. You deserve it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you deserve it, future. Just yeah. in case you were confused, he's talking about himself. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't imagine recording this ipso facto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would I would have preferred same damn time or turn on the lights, but yeah, but I mean, I, but it's a good song. I I, I like the meaning and I and I yeah. really I, I really uh I like the story, man. It's like some Rocky yeah. shit, some Cinder, yeah. Cinderella. I think man the song, shit. and I think it's, that's the thing about like the most interesting lists are always the ones that are kind of more personal that have more meaning than like this is the great. No, like here's the thing, man. Like a lot of a lot of artists, 
like like Future is a dude that you know was uh, a, a while ago was like a, the young dude messing with the Dungeon family. He's been making music forever. Him, the the biggest song of his career, the you know that really kicked it off wasn't a song that he that wasn't even his his own song. He's a, he's an accident, you know. And it's one of it's this is a story of a, you know, this is a story of you know a hardworking, talented dude uh, actually you know making it you know later on in, uh, later on in his career. And uh, I, I really feel like, uh, you know, that's that's probably a song that, you know, most most label heads wouldn't have put on a record. That's a song that most artists uh, artists wouldn't put on a record because they're so concerned with making a bunch of hits, you know. Uh, but I feel like uh, I don't know. It, it really I, I like when artists like really tell their story, you know, and uh, that that was that was one of the few times it has happened this year. Yeah. So, All right. So now for my uh, my number three song, this is a song that came out like a month ago, actually. And, you know. Chief Keef has kind of been one of like the more controversial rappers I think of 2012, you know, because he was on house arrest and then like Pitchfork took him to a gun range and then they violated his probation mm. and then they had to write an apology like maybe it wasn't that appropriate to bring a guy who's on house arrest for gun charges to a gun range. Um, but so that there was a lot of stuff, you know, and then there was the whole thing where that little that rapper from Chicago got shot and then he was kind of talking shit after he got shot on his Twitter. Mm. And um, but Chief Keef. You know, at the end of the day, like he makes like this song is amazing. It's a it's a really good like rap song that it it has pop appeal. I mean, Young Chop is incredible. Mm-hmm. Young Chop, actually, I I should have included Young Chop on that list of best producers because he's just been ridiculous. Anyway, so this is Love Sosa. It's uh it's like just starting to get on radio, but now it's it's uh you'll probably it'll probably be getting a lot of play in the next six months. I'd say you won't go anywhere without being able to hear it, especially in a nightclub that plays hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, but not like a pop it's nightclub. Got sixteen that million, plays some sixteen million YouTube plays in one month. Sixteen million? Yeah, dude, that's the Gangnam style of the trap. Chief Keef will fuck your mama. Which is like, Mom, why are you sleeping with Chief Keef again? Mom, why are you a statutory Mom! rapist and a groupie? Mom, stop sleeping with Chief Keef again. So, but bitches love Sosa. I want to... Ra- like, I like... You know, like, in my head... This song is in my head so much, it just starts 
tr- like tripping and like so I'm like I'm like these bitches love dosa mm. <laughs> like an Indian restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like want to go to an Indian restaurant and be like these bitches love dosa. Hey, every, be, <laughs> like what? Every time you take a girl there, you're gonna think of you know totally this shit right here. Every time these bitches love dosa. <laughs> hey, real talk. I can say this uh, with a hundred percent certainty that uh, that I am not totally enamored by Chief Keef's music. I, I like the whole the whole thing didn't like take me by storm the way it did everybody. But that song, yeah, me too. Uh, that song, you know, uh, I fuck with it. I, yeah. listen, I, I can. Li- I mean, I like. I don't like anytime of day. I like Three Hundred a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Three Hundred a lot. I like. I like just. I like the video for uh, Tatted Like Amigos. Yeah, because it's so like you know like it's it shows like like cross cultural like you know collaboration. I love yeah. that. It's like, I would say I probably don't like eighty percent of Chief Keef's music, but when it like connects. It, it's pretty awesome. I mean, like he just has like that energy and aggression. Like it's basically what Flocka did, you know, mm-hmm. with a different little bit of younger well, I, Chicago energy. I, I like to say that there is there is uh, not not no aggression in the voice. There's no aggression in the delivery. Yeah, but like. With with what's going on in Chicago, like they have five hundred fucking murders in yeah. a year, and and all that, like it, it's like it's like it's sociopathic. He can say with a smile yeah. that I'll shoot you in the head yeah. in front of your face. I thought Danny Brown had a really good. Uh, Danny Brown's the best rap critic there is, and he he said like he's like the thing I like about Chief Keef is that he he makes me feel that he actually would shoot you. Yeah, like it's, it's, it has that. I mean, like that. And I guess if you're like if you're going really to the core of like what gangster rap is, like that's what I think people when NWA first came out, I think they were like. These guys will shoot us before everyone knew, obviously, that it wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but easy, it, probably. But, but this, but this is like real talk. This is not gangster. This is like no. you know. This is like this but is it, like some fucking social. This is this is some wild shit that's going on in Chicago. Yeah, and you know, it's like imagine if in in fucking in Rwanda when the Hutus and Tutsis were warring, yeah. if there was a singer well, like what, talking about. It's that. like kind of what Boosie did in Baton Rouge. I think that shit is direct. It's like you know what I mean. Like it is going directly to people in the hood. I think. Yeah. But at the same time, like you, you and I could talk about it. I have no idea what the fuck he's like. Yeah. Also, yeah. Sosa. I think of Sammy Sosa a lot. No, I, see, I, <laughs> I think, I, I think I of like Sammy Sosa on steroids, like cooking to this song. I don't, man. I think of young sociopaths that grew up in my neighborhood. Yeah. Motherfuckers that are just like, like yeah. I, I knew this dude. It's funny. I knew this dude from my neighborhood when I when I was young, and. uh I've never, I've never seen his motherfucking mom. I've never known, know him. He, he, he was a gangbanger. He's a really nice dude. I'm pretty sure he's killed a bunch of people. Yeah. Or maybe you can edit this <laughs> out. But you know, like he, he was, he was super nice. Yeah. But he was a, you know, he was, he was a, he was a guy that would do bad things. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And um, he's you American, know, American I, psycho. I, like I, I see, I see that, that I see that that type of uh, that type of attitude in this music, which is which is kind of it's cool, but it's disturbing at the same time. You yeah. Know? But the song is catchy. At the end of the day, like, is it? Yeah. A good song or is it a bad song? It's a good song, so I'm like, hell yeah! It's you know what I mean? Song. Like, I hate when people like put like that was the thing about Keith. Like, I'm like, I don't care about the morals of Chief Keith. Like, yeah, if, yeah. if it's a good, I mean, like that is that's for the criminal justice system to worry about. It's like as a as a consumer of music, it's not like no. Do you think? I mean, like, what do you want to censor people? No, I don't want to. I don't want to censor people. people. But no, nah, I I, uh, I, mean, I don't think you should be killing people. <laughs> like, or if I, he is. You know, I, I I don't I don't I don't really give a fuck either way. I did like you know if you don't like it, don't listen to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Know? I so, mean, there's plenty of options. Exactly. Not on this list or on this list. Anyways, uh, go with your uh, what's your third pick? My number three. See, see, I'm noticing a trend with with our uh, with our choices. Uh, I'm going for super thoughtful. Yeah, <laughs> like that's. I, so, my, to be fair, my super thoughtful would be six through ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, 
this is also the last song on this artist's record, and it's a guy that, that I know. Uh, he's also been a guest on this show. Uh, it's uh, Open Mike Eagle, and I pick it for the same reason that I picked the uh, that I picked the um, you know my last song. Uh, the song is called Self Medication Chant, and basically, uh, Mike talks all about you know uh, his experience as a rapper and feeling. And feeling, you know, uh, hardworking and it's, it's just it's some working man shit, but it's also kind of, you know, subtly talking about dealing with stress and pressure and it's really victorious at the end. I love, I love, I love like the Rocky thing, you know, I love, I love, you know, underdogs winning and it's, you know, so, uh, yeah, let's do a repeat of my number four, but do it a little bit better with open mic eagle and the self-medication chant. Sometimes I'm on point and sometimes the brains are broken Like a dolphin in the carp share the same ocean Sometimes I'm space ghost and other times Beethoven At least by the hairdo My twin and rocking naps to the comb can't tear through Stocking cap no but a skull never bears blue and orange And fine memories all the stress gets absorbed My homies are all fresh but the press kids ignore Stretched and I yawn and my legs hit the floor Can't stress bullshit no more The earth is a disco ball So I just go la 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 all right, that that was Mike Eagle from uh, his album Animal Hospital. It's out on Fake Four. You should also get uh, his previous album, which is on the Hellfire Club imprint. is actually a really, really unbelievable record. And I'm happy that No Can is is picking the smart songs to balance out my my idiocy. I, I, I don't I, I don't see him as, as as smart or ignorant. It's just you know it's just where we're at in our lives. You know that's all it is. Like you know I, like I, yeah. I, I listen to fucking Young Z and Max B for my early my early rap stuff. I, I listen to a lot of stuff about killing and dope dealing and all that. Like hey, I'm not you. Know, I'm not really a, I'm not really a stickler. But like right now, what I'm going through in my life is, you know, I I really relate to motherfuckers and their and their stories of overcoming their uh, over uh, overcoming <laughs> overcoming their trials and tribulations. You're gonna make me look like an ad, the idiot asshole. Nah, nah. <laughs> you're gonna make me look boring, homie. You are boring. I'm not boring. And I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only boring on this podcast. Revelation to yeah, this podcast is through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Shots fired. Yeah. The only way the shots fired could end up is a massive fight in the middle of an episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. No, I mean, Mike, Mike is, I think, probably the most underrated rapper like out right now. And I don't even think he's underrated. I think he's like, no, no. I think he's ready to like ready to yeah. do his best work in yeah. like in bubble, you know? Yeah. Anyways, so we're but, biased, but I mean, he was he was our guest two episodes ago, and he's on No Can's label. But he's legit. He's he's, he's don't legit. say that before he's, the record comes out. He's legit. He's one of the. Uh, he can he can sing too, and that's I think the thing about a lot of underground rappers is like they don't have the melody yeah. necessarily. And Mike is very melodic. Like I, I used to say that him and Drake kind of did the same thing in completely different ways. Yeah, yeah like yeah. in which they're 
you know, like it's melancholy. There's a mixture of singing and rapping. Yeah. Except for Drake is just real shallow. Drake, and, yeah, and Mike is like very deep. And Mike is just real deep. deep. But he's funny, so it doesn't come off like, oh, I'm deep. Yeah, yeah. Because like anyone who tells you they're deep is probably shallow. The real, Mike is too smart to call him. He'll never deep. say that he's never, deep. Never. He'll never let you know that he's deep. No, no, no. <laughs> no smart person ever would call themselves deep. Like, well, like yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my number two pick, um, continuing the trend of just abject ignorance. Wait, 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 wait. Before you get to number two, let's go to a commercial break. Right. Let's give him a rest. Yeah, all right. Cool. Shots fired. Yeah. Listeners can support Shots Fired directly by donating to the show. You can go to Earwolf.com slash donate to contribute to Shots Fired and other great Earwolf programs. If you sponsor the studio for a day, we'll thank you on an upcoming episode of Shots Fired, plus you'll receive a signed thank you letter. We appreciate your generosity to keep this show and others free for our listeners. You can find out more about how to contribute by visiting Earwolf.com forward slash donate. Now back to Shots Fired. Pow! Shots Fired! Alright, um, so all we're right, back, right? All right yeah. We're officially back, and we were recording all these rants, all your rants. Hopefully, that's in the podcast. Rants to that's make great. her dance. Yeah. Rants to make her dance. Stop ruining it. Oh, she's Stop popping, ruining popping. It. So this I'm is my this is rants. my number two, and you know I've been thinking about this. And I'm I'm just gonna say I blame it on this whole all these choices. I blame it on Dean, who writes my website, Passion of the Wife. It's probably his fault. He's been a he he got, he made this Juicy J best of Juicy J mix. Yeah. And then that just... I actually saw Juice J at South by Southwest, and it was just like... It's over. Pandemonium. Dude, you can't you can't deny somebody who makes all the girls go crazy. He inspires me because he's also like... He's so old, yet he's still having so much fun. Yeah. And you think about like when rappers get old, usually they become way less fun. They're like old, and they're like, this is how... like They become all like Kara's one in my head. The more you learn about the world there's two ways that you can yeah. take information yeah there's one way where you can like you know you can learn more and let the and let the problems and the issues and the and you know get wear you out you know you like yeah. I, I feel like kanye west is like yeah that. like as you go older you get darker yeah or you can get older and start not to give start like start yeah. not to give like a fuck. you treat it all like it's completely absurd yeah so <laughs> you know, I mean, Juicy J has been had like such a crazy career because I mean, we're talking this is a guy in Three Six Mafia, you know, sipping on some syrup, yeah, you know, sipping on some scissor. Like, you know, they, they, I mean, the early you should get the early Three Six Mafia stuff if you haven't heard it, like Mystic Styles, it's a classic record, super super underground, like you know, dissing Bone Thugs and Harmony. Came, yeah, came in came in like these 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 tapes with like bad design, but just good. Just it was a hundred percent love on, on all this music, and their camp was all always tight, like dudes like Project Pat and uh, Gangsta, was Gangsta Boo, Boo. Gangsta Boo is dope. you know, and Lil White. You know, yeah. shout out to Lil White, yeah, but, Crunchy Black, <laughs> Crunchy Black, who had like the best dance I've ever seen on you know on a, on a music video in yeah. that era. They went deep, Lord, you know, Lord Infamous. I mean, they they went like mm. they went real deep. But anyway, so I feel Juicy J also like we, you know we're talking a lot about hip hop and why this sh- why this sounds current. You know, we were talking earlier about you know hang- like basically what happened, and you know, I wrote a thing for MTV Hive where they're like they asked me to give like they, a Thanksgiving pardon. You know, the president always like pardons one turkey. So like they're mm. like musically, what turkey would you pardon? And I was like Wiz Khalifa because Wiz Khalifa helped Juicy J. Basically, I think he made him hot oh, again. Oh, that's that's yeah. why he got hot again. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, shouts out to Wiz for that. Wiz, Wiz is a good dude. I, yeah, I, you can. I mean, look, I interviewed him once, and he, that guy gives you like the uh, he gives you the post game interview. Like it's like you're interviewing like an NBA player, and it's like all cliches. It's like we just wanted to do the best we could for our team. Yeah, but you know what's so funny about about that dude? Because when I, when I think about guys that give the worst slash best post game interview, depending on what side of the coin yeah. you're looking at it from. It's like, you know, the Kobe Bryant kind of guy. You yeah. got to think about 
what Wiz Khalifa did with his career yeah. and what it took to, you know, yeah, take take a little skinny, you know, funny looking backpacker. Yeah, he looks like a praying mantis. <laughs> all the way yeah. to the with top. Swag. Baby. He's <laughs> a swag praying mantis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and and he made he and he made a song that that really, you know, made Pittsburgh go crazy. Yeah. So, no, it was a it was a really good song. I mean if you think about it, all the Pittsburgh colors are black and yellow. Yeah. Like the Steelers. Made Bumblebees go crazy. The Steelers, the Pirates, you yeah. know, it's really smart. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, this song is just Juicy J kind of had, like, I mean, one of the greatest comebacks, I think, in rap history. It went from, like, you know, he was, I think a lot of people looked at him as, like, a joke after, you know, he had that, you know, he won the Grammy for, uh, for, uh, that movie, with the, the Terrence Howard movie. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Obviously. It's called Hustle and Flow. Hustle so there's, and Flow, there's yeah, only, yeah. there's only two Grammys for rap music. Ever. No, it was they? Excuse me. He won the Oscar. The Oscar. Yeah, the only Oscar, two Grammys yeah. for uh, two it's, Oscars. It's eight Mile and that. Yeah, it's Eight Mile and that. A lot of people say that Public Enemy should have got one for uh, for uh, Do the Right Thing way back in the. I would have said for He Got Game. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, yeah, they should have got one for for Do the yeah. Right Thing for sure. But, but you know, I don't think hip hop was taken seriously. I thought it was. It, was, it, was yeah. a, it may have been looked at as a fad then. And it's pretty so, amazing to watch them take the stage at the Oscars too. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the it's 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 it's, it's real niggas winning, bro. You can't be <laughs> mad at that. Yeah. So. So anyways, Juicy J basically came back. Wiz Khalifa helped him out, and now he's he's probably one, I mean he's on every he's the guest rapper. Like last year it was 2011, it was Two Chains. Yeah. 2012 now is Juicy J. I think was on every song. Yeah. So all right, we're gonna play. Uh, this is I, I, Bands Make Her Dance with. Uh, we'll go with the remix with Two Chains and Wayne, but we're not gonna play. We're not gonna play Wayne's verse because fuck that. Nah, Wayne is on autopilot right now. Anyway, completely. He's just like every verse sounds the same. Yeah. It's like my last one. I made it rain. He should have done more drugs. <laughs> Yeah, once he stopped doing drugs, like he just became a fucking his hose monotonous. Do, his hose might do drugs, but Little Wayne does not do the drugs. His hose, you know, <laughs> maybe it, he does. Like what what needs to happen is like his hose need to do the drugs, and he needs to like drink their blood on some True Blood style. Yeah, well, and he then, looks like a vampire these days, so it's not really that. <laughs> he looks like a Haitian zombie. Strippers. <laughs> It starts with strippers. It starts with strippers. Like, how do you... Like, I don't even like strip clubs, but I love this song. Hey, see, that's where me and you differ, I know. bro. I went to a strip club, though, and I was amazed because not every song was Bands of Make Her Dance. <laughs> yeah. That's all I wanted. I was like, just why am I here? Uh, like, yeah. maybe you can mix it up with Can You Work With That by The Fixes. <laughs> hey, right now, real talk, I just want to give a shout out to the girls over at Deja Vu downtown <laughs> right by the county jail in that Denny's and, the, and Pat Zoris you know by the train station I fuck with you sounds like a very classic late night yeah it's, it, or sure, maybe I should have said in the arts district the arts uh, district yeah. yeah it's in the arts district yeah. and then I want to shout out I want to shout out Silver Rain on the west side I want to shout out Skin over by my crib uh, I want to shout out Sam's Hoff Bra you know uh, what else I just want to shout out all the strippers getting their money on the side doing them after Alright, I'm cutting it there Because that is the greatest line in American rap history No There are things that you can't say Juicy J is putting on the table He can't say no <laughs> Wait, 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 wait Alright, so this is This is where this is quote. I like it. It's gonna be my obituary. Jeff Voice says, "Bands are making hands." This is the greatest lyric in American rap history. No, this is the the, the best really part about that. Killer. What made that so successful is the simple yet highly relatable setup to it. Yeah, I'm gonna bend it over. I'm gonna poke it like wet paint. 
Yeah, that, it's, like, it's, that, like a, it's like Tom Sawyer whitewashing a fence it's, it's, <laughs> or getting somebody to whitewash a fence. Like, like this is what a young guy would say: bend it over, and I'm going to poke it like a something that you poke that no like one, a poker that, in a chimney that no one, yeah, <laughs> in I'm, your fireplace. I'm gonna poke, I'm gonna poke her like a full house, like some yeah. something hyper clever, hyper fucking yeah. cerebral. I'm gonna poke it like wet paint. You say no to ratchet pussy. Guess what? Guess what, Jeff? Ju- Juicy J is not able to. <laughs> Wait, no, I fucked that up. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Anyways, Juicy J, American icon. I want the Juicy J behind the music real soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we already got Nardwar. Now it's time for Juicy J behind the music. Nah, man, because he'll, he'll never have a chance. Juicy J, this will never die. He's already got an Oscar, bro. Yeah. He's already, he's having his second, he's had an underground career that was good. He had an early mainstream career, and then now he has his second win. Yeah. This is amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, Jay-Z never had those dips. Yeah. Like, he just went out on top, came back pretty high. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Juicy J, yeah. Amazing. All right, so inspirational. Right, I'm gonna get to let's see that Juicy J just inspires me the way that you're inspired by Future. Yeah, <laughs> and I think we should also make the point that Mike Will made it basically is responsible for the Future sound and and also the band's Maker Dance beat. Real talk, yeah, amazing. So, uh, what what I'm gonna uh, so there's there's been a theme I'm starting to notice. Uh, I, I brought up Aesop Rock for my number five with Zero Dark Thirty. I brought up uh, You Deserve It by Future, and then I brought up Mike Eagle, uh, his self medication chant, and that was my number three. Uh, one theme that ties all these guys together is that there are older underground guys that came back swinging, you know, yeah. and and really did it this year, and uh, and also it, you know, you know, they're 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 not at the. Uh, at the Juicy J, like, incredibly hot level, yeah. but it's looking bright for him, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to throw a curve in this and go with a young guy, a young R&B singer uh, who committed what would, mo- what most people would think is career suicide. He came out of the closet saying that he had a... Uh, he, well, he didn't technically come out of the closet. He said he that he had that a homosexual crush. Yeah. And in, in the homophobic... Young men are homophobic, period. Yeah, that's true. And... And in the rap world, extra homophobic, bro. Yeah. And, you know, uh, in the black community, extra homophobic. Uh, you know, this guy, Frank Ocean, everybody, I'm, I'm talking about him like, you know, like like he's a new, like a new name, but he's actually a household name. He had a, a number one selling record. Uh, he's in a group that blew the hell up. Yeah, uh, yeah, sort of in the group. I mean, like well, he, he, he he's a hired he's a hired gun. He's like yeah. he's like you know like he's the closer. He's he's like Cable in the X Men. You know, nah, they, they, nah, they, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know. But basically, <laughs> basically they brought him unrelatable. They, I am. they they brought him along. They brought him along to to make the to make the deal sweeter or whatnot. And he's the most successful. Well, I actually don't think so. I think I think there was some sincerity in the way he came onto it. I think like they. I know of, the backstory. Oh, do you? Okay, all right. The backstory is he had a shitty ass deal. Yeah. He's been, you know, writing songs and doing a bunch of shit. And some, some two, two white guys with two different groups of people said, "Hey, I know this guy that'll make this deal sweeter. They need somebody to sing hooks, and you know, blah 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 blah." And he's he's rotting over there. Yeah. Now he's so uh, they brought him in. I mean, Frank, I, I actually don't. You can you can introduce. I'm not really a fan of this song. There's a, a couple. I think I actually think Channel Orange well, is overrated. Uh, real talk. I well, see. I'm I'm biased because it's a good I, my my grandmother she lives in Ladera Heights uh-huh. and this is like you know we talk about like regional LA stuff yeah. like you know uh, the upper middle class Los Angeles has never has never had a voice and if they did have a voice they chose to hide they chose to hide it so they can fit in like like Nipsey yeah. Hussle yeah. he's a gangster rapper he's from Ladera is he from Ladera he's, I didn't know that yeah he's 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 from I thought he was from Slauson. 
Ladera is on Slauson yeah, is on true, Ladera. That's true. Well, but, Culver but, City could be Slauson, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so. but this this dude is talking, you know, he's talking about, you know, young rich kid problems. So, yeah. let's let's All let's right. play that. This is my number 2 and it's called Super Rich Kids by Frank Ocean. I'd like to just say that uh, I liked it better when it was called I'm a Flirt. <laughs> same piano opening. It's also the uh, same piano as Benny and the Jets. Yeah, good call. Parents ain't around enough. Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar. Too many white lies and white lines. Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends. Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends. Start my day up on the roof. There's nothing like this type of view. Point the clicker at the tube. I prefer expensive news. New car, new girl. New ice, new glass. New watch, good times, baby. It's good times, yeah. She wash my back three times a day. This shower head feels so amazing. We'll both be high. The help don't stare. They just walk by. They must don't care. A million one, a million two. A hundred more will never do. Too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce. Too many bowls of that green, no lucky charms. The maids come around too much. Parents ain't around enough. Too many joy rides. See, for me, I don't know. I think Frank Ocean has better songs. I mean, I understand why you relate to that and why it's one of your favorites. I mean, I would probably say Pyramid, or I'd probably say Thinking About You would be my predictable ones, the first singles. But, but see, those songs are the the song, like the, the, the lyrics, like... They're, they're, the meaning is really hidden. Yeah. And, you know, I like girls' verse on that. I think, or, I mean, I would say I prefer like a song like Chum to yeah. like this, but, you know, it doesn't have maybe the, the res. I, I think Chum is actually a pretty resonant song. When, when you think about thinking about you, it's like he's being really vague about who he's talking about, you know, how, you know, like he's beating around the bush. You yeah. think about pyramids, you know, he's being sub- submersive. Uh, sub- not submersive. It's a bad pun. Subversive. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's being yeah. sub- subversive. I yeah. like I like how this this song is straight up like yeah. you know mask off like I am a spoiled rich kid from Ladera Heights. He's not from Ladera Heights though. He's from Louisiana. But he's talking about that life. Yeah, he's you know? I'm sure. And yeah. and he has the, because he's from elsewhere, he has the clarity to talk yeah, about. Well, it. he does tell people he's from Beverly Hills. Yeah. That, that's where he says his address is from. Well, that's yeah. tight. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. He's a anyway, so I think we're going to do a little bit before we go into our number ones. I kind of want to introduce a wild card. Cause it kind of happened like the song, wild card. The, yeah, wild card. Wild I just card. I make up the rules that go along. It's fucking Calvin Ball every day, but so Calvin Hobbes reference. That's where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at me like like what? Are you, I used to read Jump Street, homie. I don't. Uh, yeah. you know, I'm not fucking Cal- with you. More of a Calvin Hobbes. I man, kept it hood. I was yeah. reading Jump Street. Archie nah. and Calvin Hobbes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Hey, peanuts. My, Garfield. My credibility. Heathcliff, homie. We in, in the streets Violet. with it. Dennis the Menace. Yeah, he's yeah. real. Real talk. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but there was a song that dropped this week. And uh, 
It's from T.I. and it features Andre 3000. And the song is called Sorry. And we're just going to play honestly because, like, basically Andre just starts snapping for the last, like, two and a half minutes of the song. It might as well be actually a solo Andre song. The T.I. rapping is cool. But this song is, like, one of those songs where it might be in my top five if I had a little more time to kind of decide. But uh, it probably actually would be. But So we're going to play the song right now. We'll talk about it. Even if you gotta live I learned that apartments are way more exciting than a big ass house on the hill I used to be a way better writer and a rapper when I used to want a black comma gill Now niggas speeding in the Porsche Feeling like I'm going off a course Cut these fuck niggas off negative and my life scream that till I'm hoarse Duck these get the fuck off me projectiles bitch he really got a choice I'm living my life live yours I don't even like rapping fast But that's how the world come to me talk to me sideways nigga that's your ass Slow it down it's that shit that'll make you call your mama and say Hey, I'm sorry for begging for all them clothes you couldn't afford And it's the type of shit that'll make you call your rap partner and say I'm sorry, I'm awkward, my fault for fucking up the tour I hated all the attention, so I ran from it Fuck it if we did, but I hope we knew no fans from it I'm a grown-ass kid, you know I ain't never care about no damn money Why do we try so hard to be stars just to dodge comments? This that shit that'll make you call your baby mama when you don't have a pill Don't know why, but that idea And you take a flight back to the crib Y'all make love like college kids And you say all the shit you gon' do better We can try this shit again By the time the dope we're off You feel stupid, she feel lost That's that dopamine, I mean dopamine You think Cupid done want off Waiting in the hallway with her arm crossed Baby boy face full of half a sauce Maybe should've stayed, but it ain't your fault Too much pressure, I feel off I'm sorry Was young and had to choose between you And what the rest of the world might offer me Shit, what would you do? What I'd probably do it differently, give second the chance Only if some cool-ass older man would've let me know in advance This this quarry that is dug so deep in a father's chest When he feel that he's broken up his nest And he figure shit, he was just doing the best that he could Which ended up being the worst that he could And all some pussy nigga on the internet can say if that verse ain't good It's boring, boring, really <laughs> when I'm disgusted with this word, I can hardly breathe and told some men the lies don't know what to believe. I disgusted with this girl and this is what she said. She said, Lay down, baby, baby, rest your weary head. Love me distraction, but my mind don't wanna rest. But my body disagrees, so it lays upon the press. Yes, oh, you were so fucking fine. I woke up the next morning with new purpose on my mind. Wow. This is like experience. This, 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 is old, this is old man rap at its best. All right, so this right here, this, well, this, is, here's, this is the coolest part about your Juicy J's and your Andre 3000's and your 2 Chains yeah. and your, all, all your old guys, your, your, your Futures, your, your Open Mike Eagles, your, your Aesop Rocks, is, and why this is a great year because it's not the year of the young guy full of hype year you know yeah this is the year of chief keith i mean there, there are still those kind of people but yeah but chief keith is young, is wise beyond his years because he's from a crazy ass yeah, place they call See? it Chirac. he yeah <laughs> like, you know? yeah so like 
you know, they, so I, I'll exclude him him from it. You know, like yeah. you know, even uh, you know, what's what's your boy uh, uh, the guy whose song you played, the chubby white guy with the beard, uh, Bronson. Uh, Bronson. He's like late twenties though. It's yeah, it's age. It's yeah. this age and experience. Yeah. Uh, Freddie like, Gibbs had an incredible year. LP had an incredible year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and it's just it's a good time I think to rap in your thirties actually for the first time probably ever. It's it's because I think. We in this information age, we like information. We've yeah. finally like given up on on, on our like uh, on our idea that like oh don't don't try to talk down on me. I just want to hear something totally stupid. Yeah. Even the guys that are that are stupid yeah. are hella intelligent. Yeah, two trains like on on he says on bees in the trap. He says do hickey. <laughs> it's like just a weird word. Like he's yeah. gonna like he's a smart dude. You can yeah, tell. Well traveled. Every dumb. every every rapper that's winning right now is well traveled, real well read, well experienced. One of those three, and uh, you gotta love it, man. Yeah, I think in 2011 you could like there were a lot of like techno kind of that shit, dance rap. I feel it kind of came back in 2012 for the especially the radio shit. Like there's a lot of good stuff on the radio. Yeah, they, even like like a song like Kidding Drippin. Yeah. The beat on that song, like okay, Kidding's not a good rapper, but the beat on that song is incredible. Yeah, who I think every rapper that's getting that's that's getting radio play right now is or every rapper that's getting love right now they are good rappers i think you have to be amazing to impress people right now you think about like when when waka was blowing up yeah like that was not good technical rap yeah at all yeah you know he would he would be the first one to tell you that yeah yeah. which is why i think you have to respect waka oh yeah you know but at the, at the time, the, he makes good songs. Like you know, Marari, L- Little there. B and Tyler, and you yeah. know guys like that, like people that weren't their their pin game wasn't yeah. good, and they had no, no real deep experience to talk about. Yeah. Were winning because it was everything was energy based. Yeah. You know, yeah. people wanted energy and attitude. Now it's energy, attitude, and experience yeah. and intelligence. It's got a little more balance. Hell yeah, I love it. So, all right, so you why don't you go into your number one pick, and then I'll I'll close out with mine because I have to have the last word because I'm a horrible person. Nah, you're going to your number one pick. Fine. All right, I will. Yeah. All right. <laughs> going to ruin it with your... <laughs> your dude. All right. We already talked. All right, anyways. My hey, number one pick, why. we're talking about somebody, and I think, I think uh, you know, I think 2012 right now, you can say there's a lot of choices for, like, the best rapper, but I, I have to say it's Kendrick Lamar. I think, like, everybody... I think, I mean, I, we did a list earlier in the year, and, and he was number one. I think he's just... He's, a, I mean, he's a really gifted dude, and I feel like he, he's do, one of those guys who's balancing all those different things that you're talking about. Like, he's very wise beyond his years. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, no, and, and the whole Compton story and dealing with the gang life and, and, and being, like, a really deep dude, yeah. like, a truly deep guy, not a guy that says yeah. he's deep. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, he's definitely... He's very thoughtful, and, like, his album, you know, Good Kid, Mad City was, you know, I think, and I think it's, like, it's one of those rare times where, like, a good album, like, has a hu- huge commercial breakthrough, like, a really smart, thoughtful album that you know is going to probably have a good impact. I'm sure you'll get a ton of really pretentious concept ra- rap records are going to be really awful because of it, but, like, it, it, it was very musical, the rapping was good. The lyrics were good. You know, like, it, it was, I mean, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, is this a classic? Like, I mean, what? who fucking cares if it's a classic or not? Like, it doesn't matter. Just enjoy the fucking record, I think. Like, it's gonna, it, people are gonna remember this record. But actually, the one song that I want to pick, my favorite song of the year, and this is how good of a year I think he had. My favorite song of the year by Kendrick Lamar is a song that didn't even make the cut of the record. It did, suppo- it supposedly got cut because of a sample. They couldn't clear the sample. And, but... You know, it, it's it's uh, cartoons and cereal with Kendrick Lamar on Gunplay, who's another rapper who's in his thirties. Who uh, <laughs> Kendrick Gunplay? Who was on his? By the way, like Gunplay, Gunplay's, right I now. think like I think Gunplay is like thirty four. Yeah, I remember seeing Gunplay at the Gibson Amphitheater, and like he was uh, Rick Ross's hype man in 
2008, 2009. Yeah, I think he's like 34. Yeah, or maybe way before that because my little brother-in-law was in high school still. And we took we took him to see see you know Rick Ross and Ti and E40 and Gunplay was the overbearing loud hype man. Yeah, according according to Wikipedia, which God knows with Gunplay, does Gunplay even have a birth certificate? Like I bet it's just like it was got, they used it to snort up lines. Yeah, I was about to say like, <laughs> like, like they rolled up rolled that shit up and snorted. Yeah, he's just mostly turning 34 next July. He's 33 now. He's 33 and a half, which is crazy. Also, other Gunplay facts that may or may not be true from Wikipedia: Born in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> which is okay wow. I lived in New York for a while too so I feel that's anyway so this song is cartoons and cereal for me my favorite album of all time is AT Aliens and this is probably the song that kind of gives me that vibe of just being kind of you know what Kendrick that really reminds me of a young Andre 3000 yeah I think it's pretty I mean like a lot there were a lot of like people kind of saying oh it's these different things I mean I think it's pretty clear it's it's Andre 3000 with him I think uh, Corrupt and like those are probably like his two big you know even a little Wu-Tang I think too like he had a song called West Coast Wu-Tang but anyways Whatever. Let's Regardless, get, we're going to get this cartoon song. cereal. It's better than me talking. I want to get line dry. Want to lose weight? Keep eating. For you. Now I was raised in a sandbox next to you and her. You was holding the handgun. She was giving birth. To a baby born to be just like you, I I wonder what that's worth. I wonder if you you ever knew you was a role model to me first. The next day I I woke up in the morning, seen you on the news, looked in the mirror then realized that I I I had something to prove. You told me don't be like me. Just finished watching cartoons, which is funny now because all I see is wily coyotes in the room and I run it and I run it and I run it. And I run it. That's ironic. I run it. That's ironic. I run it. So all of my wounds, hear my tears, all of my tunes. Let my life loose in this booth just for you. Motherfucker, hope y'all amuse. And I run it. And I run it. And I run it. That's ironic. For deliberations in later this book, popular pie plan pictured here. Wiley Coyote, Wiley Coyote. This shit make a nigga just wanna ride Reminisce when I have the morning appetite Applejack and nothing that I hit the TV died And a maniac, the only thing that give me peace of mind I'm a maniac, we're aiming at the enemy that lie Tell a story that I never blurry 25 Not to worry, every warrior will come and see you furry on That's a covenant I put on every tribe Ain't nobody go tie your shoe Nobody go abide by your rule Nobody horn your gun, how come your tongue say killer then kill my mood Like speed living in the world you know Little hoe me feeling like a live wire, bet I put some new Tires on a lightning bolt Till I wreck into a pole Like a right to vote I'm from the bottom of the jungle Living in the bottom of the food chain When you get a new chain Nigga take it from you A new name One stripe and you as zero look alike Hope another homicide Don't numb you And none do things We'll never learn soon In the era What we wanna earn soon That's an error You can smell it In the era Everybody really doomed That's why I'm back doing you motherfuckers All y'all can suck my dick All them days At the county building I'm about to make My mama rich Cartoons and Cereal. I ain't felt this Scrooge McDuck Here we go. Elementary hood shit
giving birth to a baby born to be just like you. I, I wonder what that's worth. I wonder if you, you ever knew you was a role model to me first. The next day I, I woke up in the morning, seen you on the news, looked in the mirror and realized that I, I, I had something to prove. You told me, don't be like me. Just finished watching cartoons, which is funny now because all I see is wily coyotes in the room. And I run it. And I run it. And I run it. And I run it. That's ironic. Ironic. That's ironic. Ironic. So all of my wounds, hear my tears, all of my tunes. Let my life loose in this booth just for you. Motherfucker, hope y'all amuse. And I run it. And I run it. And I run it. That's ironic. This shit make a nigga just wanna shit hone everybody, even with a pot of piss in. How my aim sloppy at a loud mouth. Discharge, dismiss any business of yours. Discounts never did amount to a check that your ass couldn't cash when the shit bounced. Everything dismounts. Niggas gon' flip that car. AKs for the whole hood. House lick went down perfect. Two shots to the head, he deserve it. Overheard it, hit my bed with a bowl and remote control. Dark wing duck lost service. Mama said I better duck, she's nervous. Drama haul up in the cut, hit the curtains. I mean, don't intervene with no gun machine. This black stay jerking, the fist stay lurking, emerging on everybody corner dash. Get a toe tag when you play tag with the task of a new task. Everybody wanna know my life, how did I make it past? Well, let me tell you like this, I've been running this shit since I asked for cartoons and cereal. Like you, I, I wonder what that's worth. I wonder if you, you ever knew you was a role model to me first. The next day, I, I woke up in the morning, seen you on the news, looked in the mirror and realized that I, I, I had something to prove. You told me, don't be like me. Just finished watching cartoons, which is funny now because all I see is wily coyotes. In the room, and I run So all of my wounds, hear my tears, all of my tunes Let my life loose in this booth, just for you Motherfucker, hope y'all amused I did wrong, karma came, crackers gave me ball and chain Friends, enemies, all the same State, fed, both can hang Nobody can mute me, but I never said nobody can't shoot me Just another stat to the white folk Still whip work to the white, yo, absolutely Every day feel like the one before Hunt the money, don't hunt the hoe If you do what you always done Then you get what you always got You dumb buffoons, I ain't seen the back of my eyelids For about the past 72 hours Hand on my heart, face to the hood I pledge every word you ever heard was honest Yeah, this me, no mic, no cameras, no lights Just pain Mama, Hamas, trauma cannot sustain Dirty money come with lots of stains Road to riches come with lots of lanes Just another player with lots of game Never had shit, got lost, got game, lost game, game, game. Just another player with lots of game Never had shit, got lost, got game. lost Yeah, if you said those were the two best rappers right now I would probably not argue with you I don't think you can Yeah, yeah. I mean, te- te- technically like and like both of those dudes are just coming from the soul that honesty yeah. that like you know that I'm in love with they, they got they have yeah. they have it by boatloads that's why I had I needed four uh, ignorant songs to balance out that one song otherwise it would have been too intense we'll see here's the thing I had four 
heartfelt songs. Yeah, that and you're going with the most. I'm about to. I'm about to fuck up. Although everything, the song not as ig- I mean, and I think honestly, when I use the word ignorant, I think like it's such a loaded word. I mean, like I think we use it as a catch-all. I don't think it's like mindless. It's mindless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think like because I think like Juicy J is anything but ignorant. If you really think about it, like he's a really yeah, thoughtful yeah. dude. Like there's like Rebecca Haithcote who writes Valley Weekly with uh me. She she's gone out of the studio to watch Juicy J. Uh, like make music you know record like with someone he shares I guess with Wiz when he's out in LA and like Juicy J's got like a notepad so I just think of like Juicy J sitting there like very prim and proper at his notepad like thoughtful yeah just writing down you say no to ratchet pussy Juicy J hmm. think about this can't think about this it it is it is how do you say like it is I think it's more irresponsible to make people think yeah, when they have real life going on and they have real, really real problems going on, it's more irresponsible to make make people think about their worries than like Lupe Fiasco. Than, yeah, it's than a it, quintessential than it, example. Than it is to create a piece of work that makes them forget about all those troubles. Yeah, it's 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 it's. it's th- I mean, I've always said like the hardest thing in the world is to write a great pop song. Like, yeah. I mean, if because like, who wouldn't do that if you could just throw out a good pop yeah. song? Who wouldn't do it and get paid millions of dollars? Yeah, well, you know, I think some people are. are it's easier for them. But what what, yeah, I'm, but yeah. what I'm what I'm trying to say is that like you know, like like the the mindless ignorant ignorant stuff. It uh it, it it has a purpose, and that's what I think a lot of people realize. Yeah, like realize these days. Yeah, I think like I think at one point, you know, we we're talking like late nineties, the backpack shit. Like you know, I mean, like it had to be so serious, and it made rap not fun. And I feel like the reason why we got into it was because I mean, in the nineties, a lot of it was. Really really fun and a lot of it was really smart and sometimes they went hand in hand real talk the the tone of the country at that time is america was doing great yeah and we didn't have enough problems no everybody so we, the whole yeah. world had problems but now that we have problems yeah we need uh we need up we need opiates baby and yeah. in, in these in, this, in these artists and are creating for, it. for the last one we're bringing an opiate from another country uh i yeah, do not as, this is not my choice this is how most this hey. is no can do's choice all right so let me set this off by saying this is a hip-hop podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, this is not a rap podcast, but rap is, you know, essential in, in a lot of hip-hop music. Uh, the word hip means, you know, uh, it means cool and, and uh, you know, things that are... Uh, it, it, the word hip just means cool and trendy, right? Yeah. A hop is a party. Yeah. So, by definition... Hip, the very trendy party. <laughs> <laughs> by by hip, by, it's by when you turn into shots fired for is just trendy party updates. Yeah. By definition, and cocktail recipes. <laughs> by definition, a hip hop party is when people are at the hi- like. It's about people. Enough with your hi- semantics. Introduce the, the song at the height. Of, no, I gotta, I gotta have semantics at the <laughs> at the at the height, height height of fashion, having fun and dancing. That's yeah. you know that's that cool herc shit. Yeah, you know big sound systems, right? That's yeah. that's what it is. Uh so uh, this, all right, like, oh, damn it, all right. This dude has been re- releasing records that have gone unnoticed by people outside of his genre since 2001. So it ties in with all my other guys, yeah, you know. Yeah. He sees he has he has five records before. He is basically an underground rapper that that you know that <laughs> made good that figured out that figured out a uh, that figured out uh, how to make a really really catchy song. Or He's that, an underground rapper that can dance though. that stumbled that stumbled on it. Um, yeah. He went to you know the the Berkeley School of Music that you yeah, know over yeah, in Boston. Yeah, uh, he he's he's done he's done a lot of things. But uh, his name is uh, Cy, and he made a song. Maybe you've heard of it. I don't you know. may you maybe heard it. It is the most popular song that ever 
happened in the history of of the internet you know and uh, it's called Gangnam Style and uh, Gangnam is a we already talked about this it's it's a neighborhood in Koreatown a really rich neighborhood not Koreatown South Korea South Korea sorry in Seoul I said Koreatown because that's all I know baby but uh, (laughs) but basically you know he's he's kind of poking fun at motherfuckers that are dancing to his song yeah he's he's poking fun at the place which is pretty hip hop I think in it's own way like it's just being like talking the most shit possible yeah it's a dream isn't it like you make fun of people and then they're giving you money for making fun of them exactly it's every comedian's dream yeah yeah real yeah. talk it's, it's almost like therapy yeah yeah it is but so uh this dude you've won me over <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is this i wasn't dude here's the, here's the thing I, I was just gonna totally bypass this until um i was i had to go to the studio one night and i had to leave in the middle of the uh, american music awards and you know Cy said he was gonna bring out somebody that you'd never expect or whatnot and you know justin bieber yeah everybody thought justin bieber madonna and all this stuff yeah. i went to the studio i came back and talked to my kids in the on uh, the car in the morning and then my kids were like yeah he brought out this old guy that was dancing with him it was fucking mc hammer what he <laughs> it was mc hammer and mc hammer was dancing like he did when he was da- dan- dancing as well as he did when he was a kid i was gonna guess shabam sadiq <laughs> no <laughs> but basically it, it it made it made this uh it brought it full circle, man. Like, you know, basically pot, uh, that side, what he did, he recreated You Can't Touch This and hits like too legit to quit. Yeah. This like, you know. Uh, and the Adams Family Groove. Yeah, and the Adams Family Groove. <laughs> and you <know>? pray. But uh, <laughs> you got to pray just to make it today. It's true. But uh, he made the no. hardest song. He made a song that is the most successful song in the world. And you can't really deny this because men lie, women lie, and numbers don't. And he's fucking Korean. And he's rapping his ass off. All right. And that's uh, 2012. Uh, we're going to let you out on that. So, uh, you know, thanks for listening. And if you don't like what I say about it, then eat a bowl of dicks. Let's play Gungam Style before we go out. Let's All go. Right. Yeah. Gangnam Style Gangnam Style 낮에는 따사로운 인간적인 여자 커피 한 잔의 여유를 아는 품격 있는 여자 밤이 오면 심장이 뜨거워지는 여자 그런 반전 있는 여자 너는 선호해 낮에는 너만큼 따사로운 그런 선호해 Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Op, 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 op Opan Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Op, 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 op Opan Gangnam Style Hey, sexy lady Op, 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 op Opan Gangnam Style Hey, 
오빠는 강남스타일 This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead. <laughs>